Okay, let's go. <clears throat> so, all right. So, I want to discuss today the name of this week's parsha, Parsha Lechacha. There's some discussion about the names of each Torah portion, about the original source of when it comes from, when it, when did it originate, how did it originate. The truth is it doesn't really matter how it originated. Why doesn't it matter? Because the law in Torah is that if something has a name for 30 days, according to Torah, that's its name. So even if it wasn't because of a divine inspiration that those names were given, the fact that, the, that now, according to Torah, the names of the Torah portion are more than 30 days, more than 30 days because they were given in the time of the Rishonim, Time of Rashi and the Rambam, and argue the time of the Reb Sadiq Goin also mentions the names of the Torah portions, and arguably also in the Mishnah and the Gemara there is a mention of the names of the Torah portions. So, even if you would say that it wasn't by uh, divine inspiration that the names were given, the fact that the Torah that we have a custom for thousands of years to use these names that itself means, according to the Torah, this, this is the name. And the Baal Shem Tov says that your name has to do with your divine energy. Like this guy Avram. You could see he's pure, pure kindness, pure love. Right, Avram? Yeah. 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 I mean, it fits right, you can see it right, right on you. So, so um, Rebbe's general. Give me five Rebbe's general. All right. So, so for sure, if we're talking about uh, something that happened already in some thousands of years, it's significant. But the truth is, that you could see from the names of the Torah portions that it wasn't just that we used the first few words of each Torah portion to be the name. There's a few proofs. One of them is from last week's parsha, Parsha Snayach. What's the first few words of the parsha? Ela told us Snayach. So, okay, so he chose one of the f- first few words, Snayach. Okay, but look later on. Parsha's told us. Ela told us Yitzchak. So we can't give both parshas the name Teldes. We could give one Teldes and one the name of the uh, hero, so to speak, of that Torah portion. So which one should you give the first Torah portion? The first one should be by the earlier word of the Torah portion. So Eile Teldes Neach, what should it be called? It should be called Teldes. That's the earlier word. And when you get to Parshas Teldes, you already used up Teldes for Parshas Neach, so now you have to use the word Yitzchak to name Parshas Teldes. So that will, if, if the Torah portions were only called because of the earliest words of the Torah portion, then Parshas Neach should have been called Teldes, and Parshas Teldes should have been called Yitzchak. But that, what actually happened is Parshas Neach is Neach, and Parshas Teldes is Teldes. That shows you that there's something very uh, specific about the names of each Torah portion. It's not just, uh, let's use the earliest word. We don't use the earliest word. Parshas Neach, we use the uh, third word. And Parshas told us we use the second, second word. So, what does, what does the name mean? What's Lech mean? So, Lech Lecha means to travel. Lech is about traveling. But uh, the Shalah says, it's not just about traveling. Lech Lecha means go, go to you. The Shalom says it means go to your divine source, go to where you come from, go to who you really are. 
That's what the Shalosh says. And uh, where did Avram go? Avram went to Yushalayim, according to some, according to others. He went towards the base of Midrash specifically. He was going towards the place of the temple. So that makes sense because Avram is going to a very holy place. Avram is holy. So Avram going to this to Jerusalem, to the base of Mingdash, that's going to himself. That makes sense. There's a second brach Hashem gives Avram Avinu. Second brach Hashem gives Avram Avinu is Vagad Lashmach. I will make, make your name great. Lach Lecha, go to yourself, and I'll make your name great. Now Avram was such an arrogant person. He needed his name to be great. So the Torah says Vagad Lashmacha, his name will be great. It means the name of Hashem will be great. His whole being is that Hashem's name should be great. So that's why Avram cared about the blessing Hashem gave him. That his name will be great. It wasn't about him. It was about Hashem's name being great. That's what, that's what he cared about. But the problem is like this. In the Torah portion, it talks about not just wonderful things that happened to Avram Avinu. The very first thing that happens when he gets to Israel is, what happens he gets to Israel? There's a hunger. Because there's a hunger, he has to go to Egypt. So you see the opposite of Hashem's name being great, and you see the opposite of him going higher. He's not going higher. He's leaving. He has to go to. He has to leave, leave Israel and go to Egypt. According to some, uh, the Ramban, actually Avram Vinu wasn't meant to leave uh, Israel. Hashem was challenging him and testing him if he would leave, even though the, even though there's a hunger, and he was supposed to overcome the challenge and stay in Israel. So. Um, but regardless, even if you don't say that, the fact that he came to Israel and uh, Sarah is abducted by the Pharaoh, even though the Torah says that she wasn't, they wasn't able to, to touch her, but still the very fact she's brought into the Pharaoh's house is the opposite of going higher. Further, the fact that when he came to Israel, all of a sudden there's a hunger in the land, that's the opposite of Hashem's name being great. What do people say when a Jew comes to a country and something bad happens? They say the Jews did it. Throughout history, everyone's always blamed the Jewish people for various things that have happened. <coughs> Until now. Until today, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so, so Avram comes to the land, and all of a sudden there's a hunger. It looks like it's his fault. He, he's the one who caused there to be a hunger. Why is there a hunger? Because there's a Jew there who made the hunger happen. So it's the opposite of Yisqad of Yisqad It's the opposite of Hashem's name being great. When there's someone who's serving Hashem, there's problems. It's the opposite of Lechach. It's the opposite of going to himself, going closer to his divine source, going closer to Beis He leaves. He has to leave Egypt. Especially according to the Ramban, where he was, this was a challenge. Hashem wanted him to stay, and he left anyways. So certainly it's very different to the theme of Lechach, going, going higher and higher. So... It says that Maisa of a similar Whatever happened to our patriarchs is a sign for their children. And not just it's a sign that uh, it symbolizes what will happen later, but it's actually more than that. It's, it's, it's called Slilas Haderech. Whatever Avram Avinu did, it opened a channel and made it possible for his children to do uh, something later. It wasn't just that if it happened to Avram, that signifies what will happen later. It caused it to happen. It opened the door. So when Avram Avinu went to Egypt, that caused later on the Jewish people to go to Egypt. On the other hand, the fact that Avram left Egypt, 
that caused the redemption from Egypt. And just like when Avram Avinu left Egypt, he left with laden with silver and gold and all and great great wealth. That caused later on that when the Jewish people left Egypt, they left They left with great wealth. They left with great wealth because they Avram Avinu opened the channel for them, made it possible for them to leave that wealth. It was because Avram left with wealth that caused them to leave with wealth. And just like when Sarah was abducted by the Pharaoh, um, there was. The Pharaoh couldn't touch her. So too, when the Jewish people were in Egypt, it says that none of the uh, Jewish women were able to be uh, touched by any of the, the Egyptian men. As the Torah says to us in Parshas Pinchas, it says in Parshas Pinchas, the uh, title of the name of each name of every family. And in each family, the Torah um, uh, brings the two letters of Hashem's name in describing each family. It says, for example... Uh, doesn't just say, let's say, the uh, breast fam- family. It says habresmani, mishpachas lechayim peretz, mishpachas habresmani. It adds the letter hey first, and it puts the letter yud at the end. Why? Why is it put that put it that way? Because Hashem said, put my name as a testimony that no one touched them. Because everyone's wondering, you guys are consider yourself to have lineage, you consider yourself to have your families, and as if, as if you're able to keep your line in your family. We know you're in Egypt, you're slaves. Who knows what happened to you in Egypt? So Hashem put His name in each. Each name, each name Hashem put the hey in the beginning of the name, the yud at the end of the name, to testify that indeed that the Jewish people were intact, although they were slaves, and no one was able to touch them. So that was all result because, because that's what happened to Sarah. To Sarah, me. So the purpose of going to Egypt wasn't to rectify sins. It wasn't, there wasn't any, real, any sins that had happened that we need to rectify it by going to Egypt. The purpose of going to Egypt was to get the Torah. Going to Egypt, Egypt was a place that Torah calls Kurha Barzel. It was called a melting pot. It was a place to refine the, the silver and the gold, so to speak. So in order for the Jewish people to be worthy of receiving the Torah, they had to go first through Egypt. Egypt was, was a place that prepared them to receive the Torah. Through their, their hardship in Mitzrayim, the hardship there, it made them vessels to be able to later get the Torah at Mount Sinai. So in a similar way, just like their descent to Egypt wasn't just a descent, it was for the purpose of an ascent, so too regarding Avram Avinu, even though the Torah talks about things that weren't positive, Sarah is abducted, and he, there's a hunger in the land, he has to, leave, he has to leave, leave and go to Egypt. All those negative events, they're all for the purpose of an ascent. It's not just negative. Uh, the Medrash actually says that uh, Avram Avinu was like a bottle of perfume, and in order for the perfume to, no one could smell the perfume. You have to spread the perfume around. So Hashem wanted Avram Avinu to spread uh, around Egypt, around Israel, in order to publicize the greatness of Avram, the greatness of, of someone who believes in Hashem. So, although externally it was a descent, its purpose was for an asset. And same is also regards, in regards to our present state in, in the exile, before Mashiach comes. No matter how dark the exile is, you have to always be aware that whatever we're going through is for the purpose of an ascent. People think, 
that the world goes through stages. Sometimes the world goes, gets better, sometimes it gets worse, and uh, eventually we hope we're going to get to Mashiach. People think that, that the world, sort of speak, like has ups and downs. But we learn from Parshish Lachacha that it's not true. The world doesn't have ups and downs. Whatever happens in the world is all about ascent. And even when there's a descent, it's all for the purpose of an ascent. Remember Avner Shaki? Avner Shaki? Avner Shaki. Avner Shaki was a, uh, a member of the Knesset. And unlike the other members of the Knesset, he had the wherewithal to vote against his party from Afdal when Israel made a vote about... Um, uh, Israel made a vote about whether conversion should be done according to Allah or not. And the, basically, although you're part of a party and uh, you still have the right to vote how you want, and he voted against his party. And he says, no, conversion has to be done according to Allah. And he had a very religious people very, who didn't have that, that, uh, st- that strength. Because he made that vote, he lost his seat in the government and he, um, his political career, career was in shambles. He lost his government apartment, his government uh, car, and uh, the Rebbe called him, the Rebbe secretary called him, and said, the Rebbe wants to speak to you. Come to New York, the Rebbe wants to speak to you. The Rebbe really valued what he did. The Rebbe always talked, spoke many times how people don't have the, 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 the integrity to give up their seat. Yeah. And he did it. The Rebbe really valued it. The Rebbe they said... Stick, they stick to this. Right. I stuck to this, the king. So Ebbe spoke up, Ebbe spoke to him, and Ebbe said to him that you are like a sportai, you're like an athlete. An athlete, in order to jump higher, has to walk a few steps back. You have to go a few steps back in order to go higher. Parenthetically, uh, there was a Jew over here in Los Angeles that people called the Jewish Jordan, um, Tamir Goodman. Tamir yeah. Goodman. Yeah. You know Tamir Goodman? Yeah, sure. So Tamir Goodman, he, they call. He was, they said that he's going to be like Michael Jordan. Yeah. So he came to Israel and he joined a, a professional basketball in Israel. I guess it's easier to be professional there when you're a little shorter and then, then, then in the, you know, the Lakers. But uh, when, he, when he joined joined the team, shortly afterwards he was injured. And um, he, uh, a journalist asked him, interviewed him, and the journalist's questions crushed him. The journalist said to him, how does it feel to see your star rise and see it fall? Ouch. So he was so broken, he decided he's going to go visit the Ohel. He's going to go to visit the Rebbe. He comes to the Ohel, and outside the Ohel, they always have a video playing of the Rebbe. And the video is playing the Shaki family visiting the Rebbe. And how the Rebbe told, and, and, and Mrs. Mrs. Shaki is reviewing to the Rebbe how you told my husband how he's going to rise again. And we've seen it happen. Because what the Rebbe said, he's going to be, end up being the head of the Maftal part. Not only is he going to be, be, be hired again by the Maftal, he will lead the Maftal. That's what, that's, that's what happened. And, uh, and so he, this boy, he saw this, he felt like this is a sign for him as well. He went, he said, You're like an athlete. How is this thing? He went down, he's going to go up. And he, he was so touched, he decided to call up. Avner Shaki uh, passed away. I think he was, he was killed, right? He was, he was, he was wasn't he? I think he was a terrorist. Anyways, so he decided to call up the widow of Avner Shaki and tell her about how her husband's life inspired him. She, he calls her up. She says, I can't believe you're calling me right now. He, she says, tomorrow is my husband's yard site. Every year on his yard site, I always make a thing with all his friends. We make an event. We talk about him. 
I then was thinking like they're all coming because of me. No one really cares about his life. Doesn't mean anything to them. I'm the widow, so this I do something. But who cares? And I was gonna, I wasn't gonna do it this year. But now you call me up and you tell me how this touched you. I have to do this. And, and she, she invited him to speak at this at this at the next day on the on the yard on the shock. Anyways, that's a point about Avraham Avinu that although it seems like it was a descent, it really was part of the asset. The same is also with each of us. Whenever we experience a decent in our own life, and just like Avram, even when it was a, according to the Ramban, he wasn't supposed to leave Israel. It was a mistake that he did. But even when uh, I make a mistake, I never get off the GPS. GPS is God's positioning system. It's always part of the, the, the route towards Yerushalayim. So it's two, it's two very profound thoughts over here, profound paradigms that, that the Rebbe says in this talk that I find very fascinating. First, first of all, define what's going on in the world. The world's always going higher. It's always going towards Yerushalayim. It's always going towards Mashiach. It doesn't matter what's going on externally. In Hashem's world, it's always going higher. And also in our own world, in our own, in our own mistakes that we're making, and, and, and it says in the Torah, a tzaddik falls seven times, times and then he rises. So, the purpose of the tzaddik falling all those times is to reach a higher level. But we're not tzaddikim. We fall way more than seven times, you know. And uh, not, not just seven times in a lifetime, it's sometimes seven times in one day, sometimes seven times in an hour. So every time you fall, it's always the purpose of reaching a higher level, a deeper connection to Hashem. There's no such thing as a mistake, just a mistake. It's all, Hashem is guiding us to reach a deeper connection with Him, a higher level of tshuva. And the reason for this all is because we need to get the just like when they got the Torah then, it was, they had to go first through Egypt, so too we have to get the, the Torah Chadash Mitititz, we have to get the new revelation of Torah the Mashiach will bring us. And therefore, there's, there are stuff that happens in Golis, but Baruch Hashem, we've, we've been through it all, as Rebbe said. So now it's, uh, you don't have to make any more mistakes. <laughs> a mistake is against Hashem's will, for sure. But the outcome, the result, where you are now, because that mistake is by Hashem's hand. You may decide to do the wrong thing, but the, what, what is ha- the, the, the negativity that's, that's brought to the world is f- because of that mistake is by God's hand. You, you, you're not really powerful enough to go against divine providence. You can't kill someone unless they're meant to be killed. And in a similar way, in each mistake, in lighter mistakes, great mistakes, they're all, Hashem is constantly guiding us towards a deeper level of teshuva. There's something that's, that, that, that we're meant to be and only with those mistakes can we get there. I know it's a deep, very deep concept because on the one hand we have free choice, on the other hand Hashem is guiding us, but let's, let's at least, for this uh, Sunday morning, uh, uh, let's at least remember the truth. The truth is that we're never out of Hashem's hands and whatever is going, going on in our life, it's for the purpose of an ascent. Even my own mistake is for the purpose of an ascent. It's by divine providence. I have to achieve it for it. And that's the purpose of the mistake, to reach that shuvah, to reach a deeper, 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 deeper connection. And I couldn't have a deeper connection without the mistake. But, um, and the same is also the world. So l'chaim, l'chaim, we should uh, realize where we're going. And uh, this is a week, l'ach, l'cha, going higher and higher. L'chaim.